Welcome to another edition of the Puro Pinche Primos. We are back. We are the Puro Pinche Primos. I'm your primo Luis Velasquez. That's your primo Christopher Costello. Primo, there's only one way to start this podcast this week. Only one way to start it, and you gotta go USA. USA. You, uh, you're not gonna join me. That's no, fucked up. Let, let me hang in like that. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm, I'm still mourning the, the Mexico loss. Uh, I believe they didn't make it in. That's who I root for. And I, I don't know. It was rough. It was rough. But like, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, World Cup fever is on and going right now. We talked about it earlier in our earlier episodes. We decided that we were gonna be all in on this World Cup this this year we we're not like we're not soccer fans we're not even yeah, gonna yeah. front we did not do our yeah we did not do our research like we thought we said we were gonna do we're not we we just jumped in trying to figure out these rules i still haven't figured out what offside is like i just don't know <laughs> what offside of soccer yes. is it's crazy to me because I, yeah. if, if the you were talking about mexico there's a goal like we could have been up 3-0 and move on to the next round yeah. and there was an offside like we scored the goal but there was an offside call and i was like what does that mean so if anybody out there can <laughs> help me figure out what offside yeah. is i don't know it what it close. is in soccer yeah no, you know like i mentioned before i mean the world cup is like the one time where there's just a different like energy for me when watching soccer I love it. it. It gets me super high, but it makes me want to now try to go to like actual games here in the U.S. The MLS games, but those that Mexico, like that's that group and that stage. The fact that it came down to those tiebreakers was just like nuts. Like it, it felt somehow very Mexican. It was like oh, it's so close, and yet there's like it's like more like what the hell is going on, man? How this shit happened to us? It's like one of those like bad luck things. Yeah, and you know um, what? You know what I feel bad for is, is I'm watching these games and like and I'm, t- I'm telling my wife too like like this game's a serious for like some people are gonna die, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's yeah, what no. I'm worried about. I'm not laughing no more. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I didn't know you're going there. Yeah, like some people are gonna die. Like I know so the Iranian players like they're already there's they're gonna get arrested as oh, soon as they get back to Iran. I get them at yeah. So we were getting arrested. Apparently, they got threats before the game by their government. Okay. Jesus. Uh, and, you know, uh, so I feel bad. Yeah. Mexico, like, I don't know if you heard the story, people, but, like, they came out with their roster for the World Cup, right? Yeah. And then a lot of people were upset. Some people were left off, whatever. 24 hours later, those players that uh, were had some kind of connections with some cartels over there mysteriously like oh my bad we forgot we we're gonna change this roster up again uh these guys are <laughs> on the team <laughs> these guys are on the yeah, team yeah I mean, he was known to be crooked as hell soccer is fixed in a lot of ways but yeah i mean i think about how much i think how crazy we are as sports fans and like we think about actual like global soccer the biggest sport in the world like we ain't really that serious as sports fans compared to these people that that are at these like games i mean people look like they're ready to like just like they just want to fight like they're there to fight like talk shit to me so that we can start something like it's it's like scary scary energy which people i do gotta say you need um make sure you watch yourself you are going to philadelphia this week yes with a titans uniform on. i'm like really excited and kind of scared I, i'm the only thing that i have in my favor is that i'm going with an eagles fan so he's gonna be rocking eagle stuff so i can at least be like nah see i'm like i'm safe don't fuck with me like I, i'm one of, one of your people's is one of my people's like we're good we're good if i was going with you We'd have to take like a gun or something yeah i'd be like oh no louis <laughs> about to set it off no, but shout out! I I want to say shout out to to our primos and primas that are there uh, representing Mexico because I don't know if you've seen a lot of uh, the fans out there having a good time. I saw this one uh, like some uh, some some of our primos dressed up as locals and were messing with other people. We're like, hey, no pictures here, no pictures here, 
and like threatening people, you know, because they're very strict over <laughs> nah, there. I gotta, I gotta look up these videos in Qatar, and they're, I mean, as you would think, as you would imagine, our our Theos and Diaz out there like having a good time, <laughs> right? They're doing yeah. that, and they are. They, they're over there just clowning, man. They look like they're having a time of their lives. <laughs> but I'm worried yeah. for them. The, the, the partying, too, of those things. I, yeah, man, and what's incredible to see is, like, we know how crazy fans get, like, in football games, basketball games, when, like, there's victories. But to see these, like, sea of people in this, like, same colored jerseys, like, bouncing up and down in celebration. I mean... Unfortunately, the one that I was watching was like when the, all these Argentinians are like celebrating beating Mexico. But that I was like, man, like how sports brings people together in these like incredible ways of like fandom to just like, I mean, you, you're probably the person that I learned that the most from that. It's like if your team wins, no matter who it is, as long as they're also a supporting fan, they're like your best friend all of a sudden. Because I remember watching <laughs> you hanging out our cars when like the Spurs won championships and you're high-fiving like on coming traffic. <laughs> and I just remember being like, oh shit, we can do anything right now. Like, yeah. Anything is possible Yo, it's, right it's funny out here in, in the, where I live in Twin Falls, Idaho, uh, there are a couple of Titans fans out here. Right? And uh, every time, it. every the, there's probably like five of us out here, right? But we, ha- we have one Walmart here, right? And so, I'm always, usually I'm always repping like some kind of Titans gear, right? And whenever they see me in the in the uh, at, at the store, they always come up to me. Hey, what's up, you Titans fan? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We, we know each other. We know each other, right? We family now. <laughs> That's good, yo. Yeah, you need that, in, especially I think like in those places of the country where there's not like major teams. If you find like another fellow fan, like yo, that means everything. It feels like uh, you have extra support on game day, even if you're not like around the person. Yeah, you found you found like Titans cake out there, right? Yeah, was that in Idaho? Yeah, yeah. I remember that you sending awesome. that picture and being like, "Yo, what the hell is a Tennessee Titans cake doing out here?" Was... Like, yes, buy them all. Yeah, buy them <laughs> exactly. all. <get> them. <laughs> exactly. And I did. I bought. I bought. I was like, "What the hell is this?" It was. Uh, it was during the playoff run, uh, two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago during the playoff run, I saw that. Like, gotta get it. That's why I told my wife to like, we have there's one store out here that sells like sports memorabilia stuff. And so yeah. and it's in the mall or quote unquote mall with like ten stores. Yeah. Um but uh when I go in there, like I'm always looking for Titan gear, right? And sometimes I have it, sometimes I don't. But when they do, like I gotta buy it, right? It's just like why are you buying like that? And it, even though like stuff that don't fit or whatever, right? Like I gotta buy it so that way if I buy it, this they're gonna you know, bring more Titan stuff into the store. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my thinking. Yeah. And so it's good for business. Yeah, it's good for business. It's good for him. I'm helping him out, he's helping me out. Bring some more Titan gear stuff yeah, here. Win win. But uh, yeah, anyway, going back, getting back to the, to the World Cup, USA, shout out to them, have uh, made it to the knockout rounds, right? They uh, they tied uh, Wales, they tied England, and then they beat Iran during the the group setting. Um, were you able to watch any yeah, of those games? Did you? Uh, I was able to watch the. I didn't get to watch the the last game that they played against Iran, and I don't know. I, I think you know what probably world fans want. Well, probably not. They probably don't want the U.S. to advance anywhere. But I would think that it is sets like a really good stage for the next rounds with the fact that the U.S. and England made it out of that group. Uh, that's like obviously historically, but also just like in kind of like political partnership rivalry like um but i think you know the fact that those two are coming out they're gonna be very interesting to watch i think the u.s team um the uh the player that i was really well i'm gonna let you say it because you you heard me butcher his name before (laughs) um but he was actually the the other player that was one of the like main defenders that i was really impressed by watching in the u.s Pulisic. Um, Pulisic. Pulisic. I don't know. I think it's Pujic with that Spanish double L's in there. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, Pulisic. yeah. I think it's Pujic, but yeah. Uh, and the, the goal that he scored, uh, I mean, he got hurt so bad. Apparently, he got he got racked so bad that he had to go to the hospital when he scored that oh goal. Like he was out. Yeah, yeah. 
He literally went balls out for that grow for us to go into the. I haven't heard somebody call it getting racked since like middle school. <laughs> I love that you. I love that you said that. Like I bring it, bring that it back, hilarious. bring I, it back. As you said it, I was like, wait, did you just say what I think you said? Yeah, it's no, time to bring it back. That, that. Getting racked, okay. <laughs> Uh, getting hit, he got hit in the penis. Okay, we need we need to uh, normalize the word penis. It is a medical term. Okay, just call it what it is. He got hit in the penis. Where where is this show going? Why, why are we? What are we talking about right now? Listen, I'm looking back to soccer. The guy that I was talking about it was Tyler Adams. Um, ah, Tyler Adams. He was yeah. like, he, he's just everywhere, man. And like I, I'm, like I mentioned before, like. I've not done adequate enough research. I don't know the game that well, uh, but watching this player play, it felt like he was like energy for that team. And, you know, it was, it was really impressive to watch. It was, it was good to watch the U.S. team, you know, play really competitively and, and apparently like hold these like European teams to to like 0-0 ties. Well, I think the, the Wales game was 1-1, but um, I like I mentioned before, I, I got to go with whoever's coming out of Latin America. So I think I'm actually going to be riding with like Argentina and Messi um, going the, the rest of the way and then obviously following U.S. soccer. But the U.S. team is just like a really young group. So that's like I think the, the big hope for like the world stage for them. Yeah, yeah. This like is this is the one. This this World Cup was supposed to be, is setting up for the one that will be here in the States in four years, right? They, they've kind of already like – uh, overperformed in in this World Cup, so anything from here on out that they do um, is just like a cherry on the top. Um, without what I, going back to your boy, uh, you're talking about Tyler Adams. Um, I appreciated him. I don't know if you've seen, especially before the Iran game, like the crazy, crazy questions that these uh, U.S. players and U.S. coach had to answer from Iran and their uh, their media. Did you get did you get any of that? Uh, no, 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 I didn't catch that. So Tyler Adams, okay, uh, was asked by uh, by Iran Iranian uh, um, press, um, why does he still support um, why does he support his country when? Uh, they, his country doesn't treat uh, black people good, and uh, with the whole Black Lives Matter yeah. movement, um, why do they think? Uh, why does he hold U.S. so highly, um, and think that they're a better country? This is, this than is Iranian press asking a U.S. Yeah. player. Yes, exactly. Okay, okay. And that's the, and, but the way that he answered that primo, like, was just like, man, and he, I think he's like 24 or 25. Um, and the way he came out, and I'll, what I'll do, I'll, I'll, I'll edit it and I'll put it in the clip here in the show yeah. here on on how he answered it. But it was spot on, like leadership. He was like, uh, you know, we listen, you know, in our country, you know, we make mistakes, but I think that we're all uh, improving and stuff. But uh, anyway, like I'll snip in the his comment here. It was it was spot on. Yeah. I was so impressed by him. There's a reason why he's uh, he's uh, one of the captains on the team. You say you support the Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders? And uh, we saw the Black Lives Matter movement uh, over the past few years. My apologies on uh, the mispronunciation of your country. Um, yeah, that being said, you know, there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go. Um, you know, one thing that I've learned, especially from living abroad in the past years and uh, having to fit in in different cultures, is that in the U.S. we're, we're continuing to make progress uh, every single day. I grew up in a, in a white family with an obviously an African-American heritage and background as well. So um, I had a little bit of uh, different cultures and I, I was very, very easily able to assimilate in different different cultures. So, um, you know, not everyone has that, that ease and uh, 
the ability to do that and obviously it takes longest to understand and through education I think it's it's super important like you just educated me now on the pronunciation of, of your country so um, yeah it, it's, a, it's a process I think as, as long as you see progress uh, that's the most important thing bro they asked the uh, the uh, USA soccer coach the head coach they asked him yeah. why uh he hasn't talked to uh, the USA leaders about uh, naval ships being close to Iran and why they haven't moved them. That was a legit, that? the Iran Iranian uh, press. Okay, that was a question that they asked the soccer. Yes, press. <laughs> that's really interesting, man. I mean, you know why it's interesting because it makes me think like in their society, their perception of the U.S. that professional coaches of teams are that tied politically to political, you know, it's a major decision. Right. Because maybe that is the influence you have in their country or places that are nearby that, like, that are much smaller. But is that what they think the U.S. or how the U.S. exists? Yeah. Or is this just, like, a fucking crazy question to just throw on somebody? Yeah, I think, to me, I think it was more of, like, right now, you know, Iranian, uh, just Iran and sort of just going through a bunch of shit with the, all the protests going on with the way that they're treating women out there, just yeah. killing women out there. And so Iranian, uh, you know, there's a bunch of protests. Protest. Yeah, a bunch of protesters at the at the uh, at the World Cup uh, going on over the, their treatment and like that. And so I think they're just kind of feel like you keep uh, talking about us like that. But this your country does this. Right, so what what makes you put your high horse? Yeah, horse. you know, over us. And yeah, I mean, those are like really crazy ways to flip like sports into politics. Which I know that there's like you know there's a lot of people that hate that. They think that they should be separate. Obviously, there's places where they intersect. We've seen all this with Colin Kaepernick. We see it with kind of certain questions and, and ways in which like LeBron is is brought into conversations. Um, with regards to like race or representation but in the way that like what is happening in that country the human rights violations the way women um, are just treated period but also how this particular case um, of someone being almost like mistaken not only because she was a woman but also like out of class right like that they were like well this is just a poor woman which they assumed when they killed her um, is really kind of like that. I think is a really interesting part of how that's very similar to our country, right? That like your economic status determines your value as like a human being. And then um, I think for, for those interviews, it's like how much and who is this media, right? Which also is how media spin. Like, I mean, I can't lie that like, I'm kind of sold on the world cup by the way it's covered, right? Like the way they presented that shit, like it was like pageantry to it and obviously like like the crowds it's like you are in hype mode like to not kind of feel that is it's kind of nuts if you don't but um i think what's interesting is the way that like politics or where one athlete has to call out another right in the cases of these situations like i i know the one thing we were talking about and speaking on lebron is we were talking about this jerry jones thing right and how jerry jones is uh like recent picture is not being covered in the news in a way that we would expect it to be, particularly when it comes to things, sports figures. Yeah. So those, those you don't know, uh, of course, uh, re the news of this week is Jerry Jones. Uh, I think it was the Washington Post was doing did a uh, an article, and not necessarily on, about that picture, but uh, on representation in NFL ownership. And, uh, you know, just representation in NFL uh, in general and just talking about the past of, of, of these owners, right? And so in this picture, you see uh, a very young Jerry Jones who is uh, at the epicenter of Arkansas during segregation. Um, it looks like these, uh, uh, these uh, African-American students are trying to go into school bunch of white dudes are over there screaming them i mean we've all seen those pictures we've seen plenty of those pictures over the past of segregation um jerry jones says that he was just curious um that's why he was there um, I, 
I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think it, I, I don't believe that, right? I do believe like he was there for a reason, <laughs> and he yeah. was there. Um, but I guess the 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 big controversy going on is it just not being covered, uh, like like Kyrie was covered, and we've covered Kyrie and all yeah. his uh, shenanigans here. Which, yeah, it's fair. And yeah. Uh, last night. Uh, after after the Laker game, um, LeBron, you know, went through press conference, and then uh, at the end of the press conference, when the media was done, he came out and asked. He was like, "Oh, I got one question for you guys. Why haven't you guys asked me about uh, the stuff going on with Jerry Jones? Like you guys asked me um, the stuff going on with Kyrie. It just seems like you media are trying to sweep that under the rug." And it's just not as big a story as the stuff going on with Kyrie. I agree. I agree. I don't know. I see both sides on that, honestly. Right. I I mean, I don't think anybody is surprised that, you know, a a 14, 15-year-old Jerry Jones in Arkansas with oil money, right, would be there at that spot, right? Like... Yeah, I, you know, I, I applaud LeBron for calling out a white billionaire only because you know that that is not easy. You also know that it's a choice. It's not LeBron like coming out of nowhere with that or like reacting in a certain way like he knows what he's risking and what he's doing by like putting himself out there to call out jerry jones also for people that either don't know or forget lebron is like uh i don't know if he still is but he's like pronounced himself forever as a cowboy fan and has been at cowboy games with cowboy hats on. yeah but he um, actually i want to say this he actually i think it was like two months ago three months ago he actually came out and said like he is no longer a cowboy fan uh for the i guess he was asked about it or something you know it, it wasn't like he just came out and said i'm no longer a cowboy fan but he was asked yeah and he said no he he stopped being a cowboy fan after the whole kneeling issue and kaepernick issue and all That's that right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, did come yeah. out and denounce his fandom to the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, which I I can understand because what was Jerry Jones' policy that they had to say, right? Yeah, I think he 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 said, uh, yeah, he was very adamant about them saying. And then he pulled some like publicity stunt where they kneeled before the anthem, and then during the anthem. Yeah. I, I know you, man. It was like a Sunday night game where they kneeled together in unity before the anthem and then uh, stood up. So. Yeah, and he made That's sure right. he made sure like the camera was on him while he it was it was ridiculous. But yeah, he was very I mean, he was very adamant that nobody on his team would kneel during during the anthem. I say I say this. Even that he know like that is like a like that is a billionaire kneeling to something that he knows will cost him money, right? Even that thing, like the fact that he would have to be like, "All right, we got to do this thing united." After I've already said, I'm not saying it's enough. I'm just saying that, like, even he recognizes like the risk in like if he doesn't do that and sticks to that, because people like a LeBron will stop being fans, and that's not good for the brand in total. And that, ultimately, these dudes are just for the brand. But I think the thing with Jerry Jones in, in this, which is interesting, is that like uh, they have a reaction from Dak Prescott about LeBron's um, response, and he basically is like saying to that like times are so different, times have changed. Um, to quote Dak, he put, "I mean, it's 65 years ago, and how times have changed." And, and he's referring to Jerry Jones. He's like, "Look at the man's resume since then." As I said, give grace. I think that's a conversation and a question not only for him, but for you guys and how you feel on the, on how accountable you've been in covering and discussing the disparities and differences in race. Yeah, I mean, this was... Again, oh, right. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones' card is, is on the table for me, right? Like, he, he you see that picture. Um, it, to me, it shows everything. And then you, you got to look at his record, right? 
No black head coaches. He's ever had. He's only ever had two two black uh, coordinators in the history of of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I mean, it's obvious. It's, it's just there. Like, but again, like I don't know anybody surprised about it, right? And I think the fact that it was this picture was so so long ago. I will say this though, like, um, I don't know why NBA press would ask LeBron James about this, right? So I kind of like when I when I said earlier, like I can see both sides. Like he was asked about Kyrie because Kyrie's in the NBA and Kyrie was his former teammates and they presumably yeah. have a relationship. There was talking in all seasons about them getting together and all this stuff, right? Um, so I don't like I think also like if if a, a reporter were to ask LeBron James about this, that that reporter could be seen as like race baiting or absolutely or you know get kind of you know fired back at that. Um, but I it is I feel like it should be a bigger story the Jerry Jones issue. It should be a bigger story. It's not really talked about um, but well, this is the thing. How did this thing get out? Jerry Jones, like, 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 he's all about press, right? Like I said, the story, the Washington Post story, like, they, they interviewed Jerry Jones. He saw this picture and was asked about this picture and didn't think anything of it, right? To Jerry Jones has always been about press, right? And he was being asked questions. They're doing a thing about owners, um, talking about disparity of of of. Uh, of um, African Americans and ownership in front offices, and that's what this whole story was about. It's not even about that picture, right? That just happened to be the picture that they used uh, on the paper for for this story. Um, and he saw it, and he was okay with it. He didn't see anything wrong with it. Like he addressed it, he talked about it. Like it was just whatever. He, again, he's all about, yeah. And so, um, but like, I, I think it's up to the NFL, but here's what I would say too. It's not a big story. It's not being, cause there's no consequences. Like Jerry, what consequence is Jerry Jones going to receive from this? Right. The story yeah, for, I mean, from Kyrie, the story from Kyrie was, huh, is he going to get suspended? Um, Nike is going to, you know, drop him. This, you know, is agency's gonna drop like all this stuff that he's gonna lose for for the stuff and plus Kyrie was not apologetic about it at all so it kept becoming a thing right the the it, it kept becoming a thing how many games would be spent Jerry Jones is not gonna see anything go on with him he's a billionaire yeah. owner Dallas Cowboys you can't drop the brand and he is the brand right like he's not gonna have any consequences for this maybe and I'll say this uh the Kyrie stuff didn't uh, really blow up until it became a controversy uh, through press and through the media and through social media and all that stuff. When it, be it blew up on our end, you know, people were outraged about it. Then the NBA stepped in and like, okay, we will look into it. And so maybe if but, the press... Go ahead. I would say the responsibility where like the NBA gets involved, right? And right. like the fact that like the NFL doesn't really like try to handle that shit. They're trying to like be like, let's see if the, it goes away in the news. Right, right. So I mean, there's not there's not going to be any consequence for this billionaire owner, right? This 80 year old billionaire owner of the Dallas Cowboys. So therefore, it's not going to be a a big news. Like it, we'll we'll be talking about something else next week. But what do you do if you're 80 years old and then you get a billion dollars? What do you think? What's your reflection? Are you like, fuck, I wish I would have gotten this when I was like 20? Or are you like, give me all the drugs that you got? Yeah, absolutely. I am just going balls out, right? I'm just going again. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be on your bread. That would be on bread for you. Yeah, absolutely. I just go all balls out. Oh, shit, I got about five more years. I'm going, I'm spending all, you don't think I can spend a billion dollars in five years? Watch me. Okay. Watch me. I, I see you as one of those people who'd be like, I got five years left. I tell you why, I get you, I can do everything in three. That's right. In three, so I get two years to rest. I'll be like, here's here's <laughs> here's five million for you, kid. I give each of my kids five million. 
Do it, whatever you want to do with it, and then the rest is me. See ya. <laughs> I, I can see you living in uh, what is it, Nissan Stadium in Tennessee. Oh, absolutely. You like have an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm actually, I might, if I get a billion dollars, 80 years old, I may be the, the Titans owner. Okay. I may be doing Oh, that. hell yeah. I, I definitely can see that. I can see you. You you would actually, holy shit. Bring it back. Bring it back. You would be the new Jerry Jones because you would be on the field. You wouldn't even be in like a, a booth. You'd be out there like snagging people in the oh, helmets. I, I would be, I would be coach. Like, hey, Rabel. <laughs> coach hey, Rabel, coach you order, good, yeah. bud, but time to go. <laughs> I would be coach. I would be the best general manager ever. Okay, <laughs> bring it. Like I've got, I've got all these billions of dollars. Okay, I'm about to get tied to Super Bowl before I die. Okay, you're not allowed to be GM though. Not based on this year's fantasy. No, <laughs> I had to give it to you because you're gonna be good every year. I gotta give it to you now that you're like a, having a bad year. It's so it's so this bad. Is the bizarre world right I'm, now. I'm officially at the point where like I barely check my fantasy. Like I just make sure I set my lineup. Yeah, like I did not put any waiver things. I'm like I just I'll I'll, I'll I'll be respectful to the game and make sure that my lineup is set. Right, that's what I'll be. I'll be respectful to the game. Make sure my lineup is set. I will put my best guys out there. And then, like, I won't check it until, like, Tuesday. Okay? That's... I, just, I don't even... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's rough, man. That's rough at this point in the year. It hasn't been like this for me for a while, too. Like, this is... I'm not... No, I've never seen you have a year this year. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. And I've never had a year. So, like, it's like, oh, this is... The table's gonna turn next year. We will return back to normal. Yeah, That's I gotta give it to you now. I'm not I'm not letting this happen again. Okay, I, I definitely came into this fantasy season unprepared. <laughs> I was coaching football. I was like, I would yeah, not do the life. Yeah, I did not do the research like I usually do. Right, and now that I can't. I can't do this no more. I can't. I can't live like this. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, the NFL. We yeah. we haven't done these in a while. I went into the tally. I figured it out. We are not good at picking football games. Let me say that. We are, we are both, we both are went two and one the last time we did this for our picks of the week. And in, in covering this now, what is it, week 12 of the NFL, or we are in week 13. Ay, ay, ay. I don't even remember. We are in uh, week 13. Oh, my God. It, I hate saying it because it makes me then, like, just count down how little football is left I and that's what makes me we're like one month away from we're, playoffs we're in the last quarter of the but going into it we, we are both currently from the weeks that we've done this nine and eight mm. hey that's this winning not good back to our drink conversation this is not good <laughs> this does not give me faith it gets me worried um but so picks of the week we got we got to pick some games I'll run through a list of games. Yo, first of all, I would say week 13, though, is is a crazy week. All these games, I think there's only uh, one double-digit um, team that's favored, and I think it's the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a double-digit. I think they're a 10-point or 12-point favorite over the Colts. That makes sense for the Colts. Yeah, but all these games, all these games are tight, bro. All these there's a lot of games going on this week that we, we've got the Titans, the Eagles should be a good game. Hopefully, hopefully it's a close game. We don't get. Uh, I, yo, I, you know, I don't. I think I have more faith in the Titans over these last couple of weeks than I did earlier in the season. And even in this last loss, it's still like they still got something. There's something there where they can like pull out a. a so we got fight. Got control. Like, the Titans got fight in them, right? They're yeah. always, always gonna have fight in them, right? We're not like that. That fiasco in week two uh, against Buffalo yeah. was not what the Titans are about. Like we always, and, and it just drives me nuts though. Like I get so much more gray hair on Sundays because every game comes down to the wire every yeah. game I'm, I'm stressed out i think the biggest game we've won by this week is by 10 points against texans right like we 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 go up to our, our level and we also come down 
to uh because yeah. even that game was closer than that right right like, it wasn't like, fully comfortable in that game it was like mm, it was exactly still too close. exactly but uh yeah i mean going back again to, to the nfl in week 13 you got Titans eagles that's a good game uh commanders giants that's a good game. the giants are actually underdogs at home against the commanders which is crazy to me they're on a run but the, the green lizard tyler haneke he's on it <laughs> he's on it right um you've got jets vikings is mike white the great white hope for the new york jets yeah that dude can sling it man he throws the ball hard i will say this the last like he's had a 400 yard game right uh before yeah. um kind of like kind of it was a last minute throw in in that game also um but that very next week like he threw like five interceptions so yeah <laughs> so yeah. we'll see with a wait and see again on mike white let's see let's yeah. see uh you've got let me see what other good games are oh dolphins 49ers bro yeah that's the game that's bro. the game i want to see right there that is the game uh because Tua, Tua looks legit. The Dolphins look like Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier in the week about just like, you don't want to see them. And it was like, no shit. I don't want to see none of those motherfuckers. Like, no. They just, there's so many people that can do damage on that team. Yeah, absolutely. If they can get that defense right, and as long as as long as Tua yeah. stays healthy, because Tua's, so, Tua's undefeated this year. The three games that the Dolphins have it, lost, three games the Dolphins have lost is when he was out injured with the concussion. Yeah, yeah. So the actually, I, yo, is this, is this guy coach of the year? He could be. He could be. Um, I like. They go uh, on a run. Yeah, yeah. If they can get a, a one or two seed, I don't see why not. I like uh, the old man at, at Seattle, but they 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 look like they're coming Very back true. down to yeah. coming back down to earth. Yeah, I think you know just the the fact that almost like. Because he's doing it with Tua, feels like, and all the things that come with Tua, right? The fact that the people are like, oh, he may not have that great of an arm. Right. Uh, he's too small. He's injured, right? Like the, all of those things have shown to be kind of somewhat true. And at the same time, Tua is playing really, really well. And this guy is like somehow like masterminded this team in a way. They're eight and three, man. Like I wouldn't have guessed eight and three. And I, one thing that I really thought wasn't going to work, I didn't think. Yeah, Waddle and Hill could both go off, and they both and they're both going on. But they're both going to be thousand yard receivers. I think they're both going to have over a hundred catches. And their run game that's they got they got Wilson in a trade from San Francisco actually. Uh, yeah, and that has been uh that that has turned their run game up. He knows he knows uh the coach in Miami really good. He knows that system really well. Um, so yeah, that team, this game should be legit. Like I'm, these two teams going out. I think San Francisco looks real good and they're back to being a Super Bowl contender. You know, they didn't start out that way this year, uh, with that loss to Chicago early in the year, but now Garoppolo seems to be doing his Garoppolo things. Yeah. Right. That defense is getting healthy. I still think we're going to see McCaffrey go off one of these games. Yeah. And this might, this might be the game. yeah this might be but, the game yeah, that's it, so that's gonna be a good game this is gonna be a good game to watch chief uh Bengals is gonna be a good game okay the Bengals uh eliminated yep. eliminated the chiefs so it's another revenge game uh for the Bengals this week um they get uh jamar they probably get, most likely get jamar chase back this week which they absolutely need but i guess apparently not against us yeah they need that the t higgins did enough Sorry, I love seeing your face drop like the annoying. Sorry, I was so I mad. Love. Let me tell you why I was so mad. Okay, because not only did, of course, the Titans lose, right? But my last hope for fantasy was I need to win out to make to make the last seed. And the team that I was playing had T Higgins. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we started locking. We locked him down earlier in the game. And then the second half, we just like, whatever, T. Higgins, go off for 100 yards, get a tutty, just go off. And uh, at that point, my season ended. Okay. 
fucking Titans. That was where you insert the like Undertaker music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was crap. But uh, all right, Bruno, let's let's make some picks here. I already talked some big games. We already talked some big games. The first game I want to give you, I'm going to start you off. Let's start you off in New York. The Commanders, I talked earlier, Commanders are actually favorite against the New York football Giants. Who are you going to pick? I think that simply because I really like hype. And I do think that they're on like an upswing while the Giants are on, are on a downswing. Like they're starting to, you know, become who they really are talent-wise. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Commanders. I got I'm, I have faith in Heineke. You know that I always root for for the the one Latino hope, Ron Rivera. That's right. Um, who could also be up for Coach of the Year? Very true. Yes, very true. That would be amazing. And and you know the definitely. That brother should get the sympathy vote. If they yo, if they get somehow into the playoffs, that you gotta give that. Dude. Yo, right now every team uh, in the East, AFC and NFC East, are right oh, there. To, are right there to make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Everybody, right now, if the playoffs started today, everybody in the NFC East would be in the playoffs. And I think, oh, and I think the Patriots are like a game back of making the playoffs. Damn. And everybody else in the AFC East would make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. those divisions yeah. are what we thought the AFC West was going to be. Yep. AFC West is trash. I can't believe. I can't believe. Anyways, all right. Your game of the week, the, the first one we give you. We just talked about Mike White, the great white hope. The New York football Jets. At the Minnesota Vikings. All right, Primo. I like this game very much. I've been on, on the Jets bandwagon for, I want to say, since the draft, right? I thought they had a great draft. I didn't think they were going to be this good this year, but that defense, man, that defense is a Super Bowl winning yep. type of defense. Yeah. Soft really, Garner really. is already a top three cornerback in the league. Soft Garner going against, I hope he goes against Jefferson the whole game. Right, yeah, that's gonna be an okay. incredible matchup. Um, yes, it is. The Vikings, Dalvin Cook is not really doing anything, and let me tell you how I know Dalvin Cook's not doing anything because he's on my fantasy team, so it's probably my fault that Dalvin Cook is not doing anything <laughs> right now. Um, but I think I'm gonna have to go with the Vikings, they are at home. I'm, I'm not believing in Mike White quite yet, as, as we talked about earlier. I'm gonna. I think when people actually see game film on him, like he, that, that I think that's his yeah. problem, right? When he comes in as a surprise, like he's like, okay, we don't know what he's doing. Once you get game film on him and, yeah, and yeah, can yeah. game plan that's against him, then I think it's gonna be a problem. So, yeah, I think definitely I'm going to take uh, the primo himself, Kirk Primos. Okay, <laughs> and uh, and go with him over the jet. All right, primo. Let me give you another game. What I, game I'm going to give you? Is we talked about it earlier, and I might as well give it to you now. The Miami Dolphins versus the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco is favored to win. They are at home. Who do you got? All right. I'm going with my gut on this one. I feel like San Francisco is on the upswing, right? They're like, things are coming together. They're gelling. They're becoming much more of a weapon. I mean, they're, they're utilizing more weapons. They got McCaffrey now. But I feel like that secondary is still, like, banged up. And there's too many fast guys in Miami. So I'm actually going to go with Miami on this one, on the road against San Francisco, because I think that they they can light it up. I think the only concern is, does Bosa ever get to... Yeah, that's going to be a concern. Their <laughs> starting left tackle is out. And so, which is normally the blind yeah. side, but he's left-handed, so it's not his blind side. So... <laughs> Yeah. We'll see, but yeah, if yeah. Bosa can get to him, no. 
it's gonna be rough. Yeah, because right, like with him, it only takes one. So two could be out of that game really quick. Right. Um, but I'm I'm still gonna I'm gonna go with Miami. I feel like this is like I feel like I have that like energy for DraftKings. Like Miami. <laughs> um, my second one for you is just like muddy in the trenches, dirt, crap games. Jacksonville at Detroit. Ugh, Jacksonville yeah. and Detroit. They're both four and seven. I think Jacksonville is favored to win this game. It's at Detroit. Jacksonville actually looked good last yeah, week. Exactly. Yeah. Um Etienne is back. Yeah, Travis Etienne is balling. Um like Jack I feel like Jacksonville's gonna be good next year. Right? I think they're they're gonna put it together. They're starting to put it together. They're starting to be a tough team. Um, Detroit, also like they're starting to. They're on a little bit of a roll right now. Yeah, they got some confidence. The running backs are really good. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna go Detroit just because. <laughs> I like you, how you're rocking back and forth. Yeah, like, I, don't I feel know. like I yeah. hate this. I know. I th- and th- honestly, the only reason I'm picking Detroit is because Jacksonville is in the AFC South. So, yeah. <laughs> that being said, I think uh, Detroit, uh, they, they're they tough. They can run the ball really well. Jared Goff, every once in a while, has a good game. He, he hasn't sucked this year. I mean, he hasn't been good, but he hasn't sucked this year, right? <laughs> like, he's been yeah, yeah. Uh, he's pretty mid. Um, yeah, I'm going Detroit. One more game for you, Primo. And I'm going to have to go with Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football has the 4-8 Saints at the 5-6 Buccaneers battling for first place in the NFC South. <laughs> NFC, NFC South is like, they're just sad. They're just sad. They're so sad. Very sad. I'm I'm gonna go with the road team again on this one, and I'm gonna pick New Orleans, only because I think well maybe not man because if they're both still up for first place, I was gonna say this might be the nail in the coffin for like a Tom Brady team, but no, they could they could probably just bounce back and he will then like all of a sudden be like in a playoff run. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm gonna go with New Orleans on this one. I think that actually no, this is dumb. I'm going with Tampa Bay. My no. bad. I don't know why. I was- <laughs> you didn't believe in the Red Rocket. <laughs> Andy Dalton. I started thinking of that roster, and I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I'm picking Tampa Bay at home with Tom Brady. What am I doing? Ridiculous. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was absurd. I'm taking Tom Brady and them. I think Tampa, I think the thing about them is that they seem now like a little bit more like healthier. I think think Chris Godwin is really like a very key piece for them. Mm -hmm. He's been performing well. And in New Orleans... Kamara had a really bad game last week. He had two fumbles. Obviously, they got the quarterback issue going. And then it, it, I believe Chris Olave is hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He's on like, concussion uh, protocol, I believe. Yeah. So it's like you need that guy. So I, yeah, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay on this one. Um, my third pick for you um, for this week. I'm going to make it a little bit tough in the division game. The Los Angeles Chargers. Mm. The Las Vegas Raiders. Yo, this is a crazy game. Just the fact that the Raiders, the way that they won last week, okay, with the walk-off 80-yard. Was it 80 yards? It was 65. It was no, it was like a, I think it was like an 86-yard yeah, with your boy, when you got... Yo. Yo. This <laughs> man. Oh, my God. Yeah, he now... I, le- I couldn't believe it. I didn't sleep. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yep. I was like getting... Yeah. I looked at my fantasy before, and I was like, what just happened? What did this man do? <laughs> I was like, this thing was over. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, I think I mean the way that they played um, this last game, the Chargers. Uh, I don't know. I'm beating myself up again. 
Um, it's a tough matchup, man. Yeah, it is Herbert, a tough. It is a tough. Her- Herbert, he's not. He w- hasn't been the Herbert that we thought he was gonna be, right? Um, but the Raiders, Devontae Adams, they look. They finally. They're they're starting to figure that out. I believe they're starting to figure that out. Um, the game. I mean, this past game where the Raiders beat the the Seahawks. Um, with Jacobs just went off, right? And that, now Jacobs leads the league in rushing over over Derrick Henry, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm gonna hold on. Jacobs is hurt, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's got a. He might have a calf strain. He might have a calf strain. But he might be sitting out. All right, I'm gonna pick the Chargers. If 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 Jacobs would definitely play in and definitely on it, I was gonna pick the momentum uh, going for the Raiders. Um, it almost it almost feels like last year where they had this run at the end. Uh, them almost uh, oh they're making the playoffs yeah. last year with that yep. crazy Week 17 game against these Chargers. Um, but yeah, I think the Chargers. Austin Eckler also had a game-winning touchdown at the end of the game last year. I mean, last week. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers, definitely, uh, to beat the Las Vegas Raiders. But that's, again, like this week, this week 13 is crazy. Uh, One thing we haven't talked about, Primo, is we are here now, week 13. We got our picks out of the way, but I want to, we are here now, week 13, the uh, pendejo himself is pendejo. 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 Back for the Cleveland Browns, the uh, oh. sexual assault. I forgot that the leading the sexual assault leader in the NFL will have his first game in Houston a bunch of his victims are already planning on being at the game no yes they said I think they've got about 10 or 12 of the victims that are going to be at the game Watson is what I don't know they're just going to be there to protest I don't know I'm not sure they just want to be that they said that they want to make sure that it's not being swept and that they are forgotten about. And the victims are forgotten about. Damn. Just because he's out there playing again. Is, wait, did this schedule come out at the same time that they gave the punishment or before? It came the out schedule before, came out right? before. The schedule came out before. But then it just happened to land on the fact that he's playing in Houston. Yeah, yeah. They knew that. They knew that. And they, I, don't, I don't know why they would do that. Why wouldn't you give one more week? Right? Why wouldn't you push it to week 14? What's that? Because how many weeks did they give him of, like, suspension? Because we're in week 13, so they... But I thought he was only suspended 11 games. Yeah, but with the bye... I don't remember. I don't remember what the... What the... The numbers were. But they... The the schedule definitely... Because we... we, I remember us talking about this on the show. When they came out with this, uh, the schedule was definitely before came out before uh, the punishment came down. So they knew, and it, and it was a big thing when they did that. Um, so yeah, going to Houston, scene of the crimes. Um, victims will be there. Um, this is nuts, man. This is like, like this is this is insane that. Because now it makes me feel that, like, when they doled out the punishment, they were like, wait, what? When does he go back there? This one? <laughs> give him the, there give we go. that game. Like, we're yeah. still going to make money off this shit, right? We're still going to get people's attention. We're going to spin this shit right. and find a way to get people to, like, watch. Right. Because I'm a watch. <laughs> right? Like, I'm a watch. I'm definitely going to turn Gotta it. watch. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's just another thing. Like, this guy should not be in this NFL. We've already stated that. Like, I... It's just dirty. It's dirty to watch this game. It's dirty to see this happen. It's dirty, like, for the victims to be out there. I'm wondering, like, what I want to see, what I want to know is if the commentators are going to say anything about it. Or did the NFL tell them, just do the game? 
Right, I feel like the oh, commentators have to say something, right? I mean, they have to, they're going to state that he's coming back from suspension for these things, but I don't think they're going to have a conversation of whether or not he should be playing. But they're not going to go into it, I don't think. I would think they're going to stick to, like, here's the story, like, why this is a big news coming and what he's accused of, and now that's it. And, like, now we're talking football. Here's what and I'm going to show highlights of. Who was who was that defensive coach that got suspended for the New Orleans Saints for the, for bounty bounty gate? Uh, why do I only think uh, Williams? Co- it was uh, Greg Williams. Greg Williams. Greg Williams. Yes. Please, 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 be an advisor to the Houston Texans. Okay. Put a bounty on Watts. Hit that Yo. and take them out. Like, if I was Houston, I'm, you got one win, yeah. bro. Go all out. This You're is, right. This would be their victory, their yeah, biggest victory. This would be your biggest victory. Take this dude out. Like, the reason you have one win is because this guy did this to your organization. All right. I mean, if you're the owner, right, like... I will pay all your fines. I'll fill to anybody who gets his head. Yeah, exactly. Like I will pay all your fines. Whatever suspension you got, no worry about it. I will pay you under the table. I'll just take this dude out. Make him pay. That would be great. That's what I want to yeah, see. Man. And that that's one thing I'll be looking for when I'm watching the game is to have uh some defensive player hit this dude after or, or hit him. Do something. You can't be dabbing this dude up and sw- and swapping uh, jerseys with this dude after the game. You can't do that. Who, like, who do they got on that team though that is like a monster? Nobody. Nobody. They're, nobody. Right. They got one yeah. game. They they won one game. They got nobody. <laughs> somebody yeah, make. I mean, somebody make a name for yourself, right? Yeah. Because I was gonna. See, I mean, I could even see on like some late hit stuff. Yeah, that's right? what. Like, that's what. I, that's what I want. Like, I don't want no in game yeah. hit. I want. Rough in the passer. Yeah. Penalties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like um, something coming back like this, like, I'm, I'm worried he's going to ball the hell out. And he's going to, like, dance on them, like, run around them. He's going to be throwing bombs to whoever, to, to Amari Cooper. But really, what the Texans should be worried about is that Nick Chubb is going to run wild on them. But, and so maybe they, they don't, right? They'll like make it, bring them back easy and just hand it off. All yeah, day. I think, honestly, like, and I hate to just, like, brush it off but and talk football with this dude, but he hadn't played in, what, two years? He didn't look that good in the preseason, right, when he was able to play this preseason. Like, there's going to be a lot of rust on him. I don't think, I don't think he's going to ball out this game. And thinking maybe he's coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's going to have some rust on him. Um, and, uh, I mean, the Browns are not that good of a team besides Chubb. Um, they do got Amari Cooper over there. He has been kind of balling. Uh, but other than that, this team is not good. And uh, I hope they crumble. And I'll be, uh, for the first time ever, rooting for the Houston Texans. To win this game, to demolish this dude, get your second win, Houston Texans. Primo, you know what we haven't done in a while, Primo? What we haven't done on this show is Tapa of the Week. <laughs> right. I feel like there's tons of Tapaos. We've, met, we've missed lot. so many Tapaos of the Week since the last time we've done it. But we have to bring it back, Primo, and we have to bring it back to uh, Tapao of the Week this week. Has to go to the Washington Commanders again. Yes, thank you. The Washington thank Commanders again for their... They came out earlier last week and said they were going to do a, uh, a statue... For the late great Washington Commander uh, player, well, it was a Washington Redskin then, but uh, for yes. Sean Taylor, right? 
And so, primo, I don't know if you saw what I saw. <laughs> Yo, it's a hanger. <laughs> right, like I've seen better things at Ross, right? Like I've seen better mannequins at Ross. I've seen better, mar- definitely at Target, right? Definitely, they got better man. That's what that was. It was a mannequin. And not only that, Primo, you know me, right? I'm looking at it right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know me, right? And I I, I like to dress my son up, right? And one thing that me and my wife always battle about is um, you can't mix math, right? If he's got a Nike shirt on, he's got to have Nike shoes. Okay? <laughs> if he's got Adidas shirt on, if he's got, you know, Adidas shirt on, he's got to wear Adidas shoes. He has Puma pants that he's never worn because I don't, he's not going to have... I didn't buy the Puma shoes. <laughs> but he's never going to wear because we don't have Puma shoes, right? On this mannequin, Primo, he has Reeboks on. He has Adidas pants on and a Nike jersey on. Okay. There's no way in hell Sean Taylor... Whatever worn that. You can't mix match Sean Taylor man. Like if out of everything, to me the most disrespectful thing that Dabao was putting this Reebok on Reebok cleats, a Nike jersey, and Adidas pants. Bro, you are fucking dead on. <laughs> I did not even notice that shit. Holy moly. What the fuck is going on? This is, you know, I mean, all right, for real, for real. How long do you think they took to scrap this shit together? Do you think that they forgot and were like, yo, what the fuck do we do? And they did this shit like an hour before? I think, like. There's no thought in it. I think when they put out the press that that they were going to do this, uh, do the statue, like the people that were in charge of it read it read the headline they were like hey we doing this like no who told nobody told us right and they were like oh god we gotta pull it together here goes the ownership again just just killing it right and they had to throw this thing together it was absolutely like how you continuously and like bro this isn't the first time that they've done this as a tribute to sean taylor that they've screwed up big time i believe it was last year uh, they they uh, they spray painted a, a section. They had a Sean Taylor uh, game, whatever. They spray painted uh, his number and stuff on the uh, on the field. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jackson uh, Mahomes' brother was out there doing a TikTok on top of it, right? Yes. Like just being so like this. They've messed up so many times. This tribute to Sean Taylor, the one freaking player that they got that everybody respects in the history of of the rescue right the one player who lost his life well before his prime he should be known as one of the top safeties to ever do it the classic hit that he had in the pro bowl against the punter will go down in history as one of the biggest hits of all time like they continuously continuously to disrespect this dude like just don't do it no more, man. Just don't wait. Do but not like, do it, bro. Like how? How do you do this? Like how do you put this out there? Like I would just be like, no, the statue's not ready. But like they just go with it. They're just like it's okay. just, it's the commanders, and it's the commanders' way, and that's the way they do things. There must be either no one or like everyone's an idiot. Like, how does anybody, right? Like, like I can't even, I wouldn't even want to be the person that has to pull the shit off of it, the, the like, curtain off of it. <laughs> I'd be, like, on the run. I'd be, like, yo, I can't believe these people are about to see this shit. For real. For real. And, again, like, we talked about this before, um, the fact that uh, our primo, our tío, Ron Rivera, is winning yeah. with this, with constant, constant stuff coming from above. Like, constant drama. It is the worst run organization in sports. I'm not even saying NFL. I think it's the worst run organization in sports. 
Right, man. And the fact that Ron Rivera can still pull out and go out there with the players that he has and win games and be right there in the in the playoff hunt is crazy. Ron Rivera should be up for Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. And again, watch the Commanders. I believe this is their second time of being top hours of the week. Yeah, at least. Yes, you are going down in the Power of the Week Hall of Fame. Washington Commanders, congratulations. Well, that wraps up this week's show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Y'all make sure to like, comment, or review today's episode. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's Puro Pinche Primos. You can find us on all major podcast platforms or Google Puro Pinche Primos for our website on Captivate FM. We are the Puro Pinche Primos. Peace.